Ah, ready? Yeah. 824-2062-0493. Awesome. Ah, there we go. Admit. Hello. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Great. Hello, hello. Um, okay, so uh, say again. Good, good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, I want to start off with I've got my like little uh, MHTL t-shirt on there. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to jump in here. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for sticking around and tuning into the show. If this is your first time checking out the show, please go click that like button on our Facebook, subscribe on our YouTube. And of course, give us a like on this feed as we speak. Anyway, I'm very, very honored and very excited to introduce this gentleman to the show. He is the head of makeup for the hit Hulu show, The Handmaid's Tale. Please welcome Burton LeBlanc to the show. What's up, man? How are you doing, hey, my guys. brother? Hey, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Any, good. Any, really good. Anytime, man. Um, so I, I got I to gotta ask you, um, how, have been, how have things been since, the, since this, uh, this quarantine? Well, you know, it's a struggle. I think everybody's going through the same thing. It's just a pits. You know, what do you do? What do you do for all this time? You right. know, keep yourself together, you know, try to stay in shape, whether you want to go for walks. I've got, a, I've got some weights in here. I kind of try to do a little bit of something. Yeah. And, um, you know, keeping the headspace good, which is the main thing. But it's tough. It's yeah. Tough, man. Yeah. I, 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 I can yeah. definitely feel. I definitely feel your uh, your 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 own. I, I definitely feel your struggles because this is what you know. Every day you're trying to find reasons to stay motivated, get out there and do some things. It's sometimes hard, even though those weights are right there next to you. Sometimes it's hard to just get up and pick up those weights, even though they're just five feet in front of you. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's the motivation to do it. They're there, but do you want to do it? Nah. You know, you're stuck at home. The motivation's got to stay up, and it's hard. Yeah, it's really, really hard. So, really hard. What about your show? Does this, like, keep running, like, every day? It's great that you have this. Oh, thank you, man. I really... I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, we do our show Monday through Friday. So, and then I do uh, a couple pop up shows on the weekend. So I stay busy. But this is a it's a good excuse for me to stay busy. You know, right. it's it's something that keeps me active, keeps my mind moving. Because I feel like if I wasn't moving or if I wasn't doing anything right now, I would lose. I would literally lose my mind. You know. So I'm lucky to be able to have this platform and and do this stuff from home for now, at least for now. You know, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a blessing. So, so tell me, I mean, since obviously you guys were, if I'm correct, the handmaid's tale was in production. I guess you guys were in pre-production and then everything kind of got shut off because of this pandemic. So do you mind like elaborating a little bit more about that and just talk, talking about that? If you don't mind, yeah, any show starts, um, there's like, like you said, pre-production or there's like a prepping of every department, the executives and down from there to every department. Got to get their stuff together, get their department together, get everything like ready to go. So, I mean, the office was up and running like months before, but each production, like I get a couple weeks, some get more camera department and other ones, you know, they're scouting the city, they're checking for locations, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, for a month or two before, so that's really all set in place. Then you've got to get permits from the city get all that you can't just show up anywhere and start shooting right that's all going to be planned out too right well and now all those permits are completely kibot they're all gone right yeah so it was a lot of planning a lot of pre-planning and the behind the scenes stuff so now that's kind of like out the window so when we start up again whenever that may be you know sooner than later um definitely fingers crossed that's all going to start up again it's all going to go again it's like oh my god come on guys that's we need to do this but it's tough it's it's a hard uh hard situation yeah no i and i believe that um so now that you guys are 
I mean, how is Toronto? Because I know that you are Skyping in from Toronto right now. So how how is Toronto right now? Um, it, it's pretty much shut down. It's kind of like things are opening today. Today was like the first day that certain things were going to start to open small businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, today is really, this week is like the first week that that's kind of happened. It's, um, it's tough. Everybody's basically shut and living in their, living in their house, trying to get by, you know, lots of Netflix. Yeah. Type uh, of thing. A lot of Netflix and a lot of Hulu. A lot, a lot of, yeah, a lot of Hulu. <laughs> a whole lot of Hulu. Who's uh, great here. So of course I want to show off some of your some of your work here because obviously you, you were gracious enough to give us some some footage or some photos from uh, behind the scenes. So I, I want to show off some of your work, you know, and, and and you know here you are with with Elizabeth Moss, the the lead of the Handmaid's Tale, doing uh, doing what you do on the show, and you know of course I I do have to ask you like, how did you get the gig in the first place, man? Well, you know, it's, it's the lead up, right? Lots of hard work. And it's just like playing, playing all the cards, right? Doing, doing the work, obviously that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. And um, keeping yourself in that level and in that zone and just keep going with that. Um, I mean, just before Handmaids, I had done 12 Monkeys and, and American Gothic, um, a Spielberg production. And that kind of led up to just a couple years before Handmaids, I got a call, uh, from a producer that I'd already worked with prior, maybe a year or two before. That connected me with Elizabeth Moss. I thought that we would be a good a good match together. It's like you know I've got a good guy. I think this guy was it's going to be good for the show and for you. So I talked to Lizzie. Uh, she gave me a call. I think the next day, later that day, the next day, and um, that was my interview. We talked on the phone wow. for maybe ten minutes, and I I called back my producer guy and um, I said, "Do you want me to come in? Like, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to talk to some more people?" It's like. No, Elizabeth loves you. Lizzie loves you, and the job's yours. I was like, man, wow. You know, because I'd already obviously been given the script, and I had to go over that, talk to Lizzie about that, and um, get my ideas, get her ideas, and um, yeah, the writing. I mean, when I got that script, I was like, man, it was actually one of those first things that I really, you know, it's all those shows that you get, some that you get, like, you know, what? I need to do it. This was one of them. It's like, yeah. I really want to do this one. I really want this. Yeah. Um, so I went after it and, and uh, it all worked out and I was just so happy to get it. I was just ecstatic to get it. So yeah. So when it comes to, to makeup and everything, you know, I, I do have to ask you like how, how competitive is your industry? Very, really very competitive, very competitive. Yeah, very competitive. So you've, you've got to be on, on your game and, and um, do what you got to do. Lots of hard work, but it's really competitive. It really, really is. Yeah. How, yeah. how so? Is oh, it, yeah. How so? Is it like, uh, is it bec- through word of mouth type of situation? Or how, do you, how do you yeah. stay relevant, I guess? How do you stay relevant in your field? Well, the, the uh, first of all, the, the, there's a lot of people here, the crew people, hair makeup people, and there's not as many shows to fill those positions. So obviously, you know, the top people are who you know are, are you're, those are the ones who are going to get the job. So you've got to really um, do the hard work and stay yeah. on top. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because, I, I mean, because I always wondered, like, now, of course, I'm not trying to say anything bad about, you know, your, your field or your industry or anything like that. But I, I've always wondered how does one say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Burton LeBlanc for because of his you you see what i'm saying like what is it that grabs their attention to say oh i most definitely want him or i most definitely want her what is it that thing what is the thing that stands out you know that show that makes people actually want to work with you or any other uh artist out there well you have to be able to work with a lot of personalities and you have to be able to get along with everybody that's that's a huge thing personality like anything is a huge huge thing yeah uh, besides the resume has got to be there so what you've worked on and your latest project really tells a lot right um personality is huge it's really huge and we want people to remember you yes and, and great work put your work out there and really showcase your work um no matter how you know whoever you're going to do that online or uh, showcase it of course so it's, it's a constant constant work at it you know? yeah and of course you know just you being able to have six nominations under your belt that's not a bad thing to have on your resume as well not a 
bad it's thing. Okay. It's okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, don't let it get to your head because you know, but, but it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's of good course, thing. of course. It's, it's all fun stuff. That's all like fun stuff, like the icing on the cake, which is great. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be recognized. It really is. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and you know, of course, congratulations on all your accolades because that's you know all the nominations and everything. That's that's huge. I mean, because thank you. I gotta be honest. I. I I wouldn't know how to even win an award right now. How to even win a reward right now would be <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you, that says a lot about your work, obviously, you know. Um, so now when it comes to being a makeup artist, being uh, running a, a makeup department for a huge TV show, how does the, how does the communication happen? What, what, what is the communication like in regards to the director or the executive producer to you guys so that, you know, how are you guys uh, staying connected so that you give him the best work on camera that he's looking for when they're ready to turn on the cameras? Right. You mean before the show actually starts, like pre-production kind of yeah. thing or while we're there day to day? Well, pre-production, I mean, you, you've got to meet up with the executives usually a lot of the main actors you meet up with them you meet up you have like a little meeting um with what you want where you want to go what ideas they have so yeah. you really collaborate with them and you want to make everybody happy as well as you have your own vision so it's all gonna all gotta come together so i mean you have meetings you've got meetings with the executives you've got meetings with um all of the directors um, yeah. and sometimes episode to episode you have different directors uh and obviously it's a different episode so that's got to start up while you're in an episode while that's going on to start up for the next one that's coming in a week or two. Wow. Or even longer. If it's a big job, even longer, you've got to prep for something. Yeah. So it's really a lot of prepping, a lot of planning, a lot of meetings and constant emails and texting and talking to the actors. And because you want to get them, they have to be comfortable and you want to make them comfortable. And, but you want to also do your job and, and know what you have to do. Right. So it's really a collaboration. Oh, okay. Yeah. And of course, you're not the only makeup. You're, you're overseeing all these makeup artists as well. So you're making sure that everything, you know, everything's being translated properly to the face or to right. whatever is going to be uh, seen or shot in the scene, you know? Right, right. Um, so how, how are you keeping that cohesive? Because that's, I don't know how many makeup artists you have working under you, but I can only imagine there's a lot i'm sure you have a lot of different people that are coming in and out in and out and sometimes when it comes to the continuity keeping the continuity uh must be really really hard especially like hard. if you're shoot, if you're shooting one scene one angle and then you have to say a reshoot like 2 months later let's just say how you're keeping the 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 scar or you're keeping the blood you know trail or whatever it is that's on the person's face or body how you're keeping it exactly how it was shot like two weeks before. So I'm just curious, how, how does that, how's that taken care of, you know? A lot of pictures, whenever you do the makeup, a big makeup that's going to happen, like if Lizzie Moss has some kind of blood or scarring on her face, right. there's got to be a lot of pictures for one and a lot of notes. So that's got to be tracked, you know, exactly, like tons of stuff, like in regards to her, like little file that we would have for her. And all of the actors wow. and even the extras would have a certain look. So we've got to document all that. And any, um, like on the bigger days, you would get extra makeup people that would come in, mm -hmm. makeup and hair, makeup would come in and you would have to have maybe a little meeting or somebody on your team would go and explain um, what needs to be done to keep them in line with what your vision is for the show. Um, and, and visual references are, are perfect for that. Yeah. Um, and then when I go to set, you go, I'm checking everybody out. Like visually, I'm there. And actually, while we're filming as well, there's monitors that we can watch uh, what they're doing. I'm always there, like right there. And, and yeah. there's constant changes for the day. Because the lighting sometimes changes. And sometimes if there's too much daylight or less daylight or the, the uh, lighting inside a house um, is obviously could be different from what's in the hair makeup trail. It could be low light or high light. Um, so it's a constant, you know, if we work 15 hours a day or maybe up to 20 hours plus, yeah, I'm there like a nonstop, nonstop thing. So it's constant. It's like yeah. visually, it's like really got to be on it. That's, that's incredible, man. I, I, 
I commend you because I could <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> so the fact that you can do that is uh, pretty incredible, especially like you're on set and you're going, ah, no, that blood needs to be a little bit more red. We need we, we need a little bit more rouge in in her cheeks. We need a, this, that and the other. It's like, ah, she looks really sickly. And that's not the whole point of this this scene. We need to, you know, you know, revive her skin or make her look a little bit more alive. That kind of thing. It's it's amazing. The 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 things that you guys do. Um, to make a movie or a TV show, any production, uh, really sing and really like be realistic. And that show is amazing. So the fact that we get to see and hear a little bit of, about the work that goes on behind the scenes is so huge. Because people think, a lot of people just don't think about how much work and prep is put and is applied before they even say the first time cameras up action. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. So it's, and the huge thing about this show is keeping it real. Like it's all about realism. Yeah. So my, my thing in my head, it's like, I, I, as I'm watching the monitors, as they're filming, it's like, do I, you know, do I buy it? Is this real? Like, am I seeing too much or something here? Yeah. Uh, and that's why I also have great people working with you. So you sometimes rely on them. It's like, because sometimes your eye, you get too focused almost. Uh, no, 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 it's good. It's good. Yeah. But it's that constant, you know what I mean? Keeping it realistic and always thinking about you watching at home. I want you, I want you to buy it. I want you to believe it. Yeah. Uh, and grab you. And because it's such an emotional show and there's so many, you know, tight shots on the face, every little detail, you know, as yeah. people know, you can see. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's, it's tough. The, the, way, like it. the way some of the, the shots are, I mean, there's such a shallow depth of field. There's so there's sometimes it's very extreme close ups. I mean, it's it's like amazing the the fact that you can go in there and, you know, the true test is being able to have makeup on without people really knowing that you got makeup on. And you guys kill that every single time. And uh, the show, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. So I cannot wait for the next season to come out. I know a lot of people are chomping at the bit to find out what's going to happen to to uh our our main character um I'm, I'm so excited about that you know under his eye well yeah <laughs> well you know, you know praise me we had just done all the prep back in you know early this year and we were just ready to shoot so we've only done two weeks of shooting and this all went down yeah so i'm just getting into it right so it's tough it's tough yeah uh, you know can't wait I'm chomping at the bit to get back yeah yeah and uh, of course you know I got to ask you, there's a, there's a couple questions I got and it has, one of them has to do with the next season. What, what can we expect for the upcoming season of the handmaid's tale? Can you give us a little bit of something, maybe a little tiny bit of a teaser or something? Well, you know what the writing, I mean, the writers are working their butts off trying to get the the best, right. And there's a lot of pressure on them. Uh, And they're constantly reworking things and, you know, but they have a, they have a lot of pressure on them. But this season, we really don't really get scripts too far ahead. Like we've got the Aww. first two or three, okay, and that's about it. We really don't know much. Dang. So um, hopefully, with all this time off, the writers are uh, you know hard at work. I'm sure they are, you know, to get a good period of scripts done so we can just keep going with it. But we really don't know that far ahead. I mean, if you, if I talk to some of the people, like Lizzie, obviously would know, the, yeah. you know, what's going on, and some of the executives, so I could have a conversation with them. But for the most part, there's not a lot of they don't really talk too much about it. No, I totally understand. I, at, I, I figured at the same time, it's kind of good that you don't because it's it's almost like there, there's so much focus on on each episode with yeah. all the stuff that we have to do. I can't even think too far ahead because I'm so super focused on that. Yeah, no, and I understand that, and I, I totally understand that. I just hope I could maybe get you to drop some, just a little, just a time, you know, catch you slipping a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's gonna be more of a fight. You know, season three, last season was she's really, you know, kicking some ass. Um, June, uh, so there's gonna be, I'm sure, more of that. It's gonna be a lot more of that. That's what's so, up. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what she, uh, what she starts doing here soon. You know, um, but. Uh, of course, you just said a little bit ago, it's all about how you're able to proceed uh, to bigger jobs and more jobs is how you get along with other actors and how you get along on set with people and all that. Not only just your work, not only just your stellar work, but also being able to be someone who is able to 
get along and roll with the punches. So I got to ask you, of course, this other question. When it comes to the actors on set, have you had any personalities that you had to deal with? You know, did you have any diva moments or did you have any weird requests on set that you had to like abide by? On any kind of show? Like any on on any show. On any show. You want the name of the show or just, just want the want the exact Oh, I mean get, um, spill the tea. Come, Come on with it. So I mean I, I did a show a few years back, Lars and the Real Girl with Brian Gosling, which was a, a great show. I think at the time not many people saw it, but that was kind of like just the beginning of where he kind of took off. Really good for him. Yeah. Um, but there was somebody on that show that um, that I was doing makeup on, and she really didn't want a lot of wear and tear on her face. She was a little bit older, female, and she didn't want a lot of – I could only do makeup on one side of her face that wasn't on camera. It was, she just felt like it was going to be too much, maybe wear that side down or, or, you know. So I really had to be on it. She wanted to know where the lights were, what the camera angles were. Like, I, you had to really be on that for the – and that doesn't – that was the first time that's happened to me. Uh, that's not really a wow. thing that happened. A lot of that was just something that kind of stood. I was like, okay, and you just do it, right? Just make the best of it and and get around it. But yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff like that. There's a lot of requests. For the most part, you know, everybody's great. We're all we're all professionals. We're all good. Um, but that was just kind of a little bit, a little bit weird, a little yeah. bit off. I thought. Yeah, that's a, a that's very specific. You know, yeah. and I can only imagine yeah. how hard that would be if you got this particular angle and then the the camera flips, you know, and they got the other side, like, why not just do the that whole happens. face? And they, change, they could change the angle, like right there on the spot. Exactly. And you've got to get in there. Like you really got to be on it. It's one of those things in the film is you've got to be on it. Like you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. They could change the light. Somebody doesn't like the light or, or the way that it's, it's going and things get changed. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of a, a weird thing. Like, uh, yeah, that's it's very rare that that, that, would happen. that, that is very wild. For sure. Um, and that's a very wild request. I've never heard anything like that before. I've heard yeah. people having to act to a wall because another person has to leave town. Like, you know, they have a plane to catch. And so you have to act to like a a, a, a tennis ball or something like that as, as yeah. you know, for your scene partner or something like that. But I've never seen or I've never heard anything like that. But that's that's <laughs> that's very particular for sure. Yeah. So what what is the longest? What is the how? What is the longest you've ever had to spend on a person putting on applying makeup? What's the longest time it's taken you to apply makeup on a particular actor? Well, you know, it, it does vary a lot. The typical amount of time would be anywhere from a half an hour to an hour, 45 okay. minutes. Wow. But it could be a two hour makeup, could be a three hour makeup. And even sometimes if we do the makeup and then there's still lighting on set or getting things ready on set and they're not quite ready, we, it's usually pretty timed out pretty good and yeah. we're kind of like kept aware of those times but sometimes things happen so we kind of maybe do things last minute on set if we can just to make it more believable and more fresh right. and then keeping that makeup for the whole day like 15 20 hour day or sometimes more yeah uh to keep it, keeping it on it so you've got to really be on it if it's, it's a great makeup a big makeup you've got to really stick with that person yeah just tough too because there's a, it's not just about that one person but um but yeah Oh, okay. It just depends. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on the scene. Depends on yeah. the, the actor. Depends on the scene. Depends yeah. On the scene. You know, and there's a lot of elements. Sometimes people, they're, they're in the water, they're in the shower, they're just waking up. They're, I mean, you name it. It could be, it could be anything. Yeah. Or they could just be. So it's ex- got to hold up in all those elements. And after a long day under, you know. Right. Or they could be excessively hairy. That could, could be, be it too. <laughs> excessively hairy. You know, that could be it too. hairy, you know. We've got to do a lot of shaving. That comes up a lot. Yeah. You know, even if people maybe are, you know, are been out the night before having, you know, having a few drinks, the alcohol can pull off things, come through the skin. Oh, wow. And pull makeups off. Oh, So you wow. just don't know. Like you got to really be, yeah, you just don't know. That's you be really on it. Visually, you're just watching everything like throughout the entire day. Yeah, that's so wild. It's not for everybody. I mean, it's a, it's a tough day, but, yeah. you know, it, it's great. It's rewarding. Yeah. Um, I'm also seeing some people showing some love. Yeah. You know, Bernice. Getting back to Lars and the Real Girl. Say that again. Yeah. Say that again. No, I was just getting back to Lars and the Real Girl. I was talking about uh, Lars and the Real Girl, the uh, blow up doll. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, yeah. I've seen the movie. Show. If they had 
we had to treat that blog doll like a real person just because it was helpful for the for the show and really you know, uh, we had to be respectful wow so, yeah her name was bianca and we really had to like treat her like a talent she was the te- part of the show wow so anyway just a little little tidbit there that's 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 weird that's yeah. definitely weird <laughs> that's definitely weird um but i do have some people showing some love on on youtubes uh yeah, on youtube so um bernice said uh gave you a little heart emoji so she's oh, nice. bernice says hello um, hey bernice how's uh, it going <laughs> Good to see ya. uh cherry snow says burton and cherry, uh sherry 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 i work with she was on my team on a show i did uh, this past summer, another show. She's oh, a great that's, hard worker. That's yeah, really good, Jerry. That's lovely. Uh, and Bernice says, "Love this interview." And uh, Bernice, Bernice, we love you too. I don't we know who you, you are, but we love you too. She might be calling. She might be from. Does it say where they're they're uh, messaging from, or you don't know that? It's, right? uh, well, I have Bernice LeBlanc, so I'm assuming okay. related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's in the family. She's my sister. Oh, well, there you she's, go. She's my, yeah. Lovely sister. Yeah. Hello, sis. She's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pascal Show. Um, so, uh, well, first off, I wanted to say a big thank you to every to you for being on the show. Uh, and, of course, um, somebody just commented, uh, hey, from, from uh, Ariel and the fam. Oh, nice. Or Ariel. Ariel. Ariel, yeah, Ariel, yeah, Ariel and the fam. She says hello. They say hello. The Ariel and the fam say hello. So they're showing love as well. Um, so uh, we're making a lot of people very, very happy. And so, of course, you know, before we take off, I do want to ask you this because there's so many people out here that would love to be in your shoes with the accolades, the nominations, the the resume that you have, the 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 faces and the people that you have worked with and worked on right so i i gotta ask you for all those makeup artists that are in the game or aspiring to be where you are obviously they can't take your spot there's no no one can take burnt leblanc spot not never but for those people that are interested in wanting to pursue their dream into makeup what would you say to them what's a piece of advice that you would give them uh, well, first of all, know what you want, know where you want to go, whatever you do. If you're doing makeup, that could take you at so many different you know, levels. You want to be in the film industry, but I mean, whatever you want to do, you have to know exactly what you want, uh, lay it all out, have some kind of plan uh, and set yourself some goals and stick with it. Like work your butt off. If that's what you want, like, first of all, know what you want, but keep working towards that goal because it's not going to happen right away. Yeah. Just keep, don't get discouraged and keep, just keep plugging away. Um, awesome. and play all your cards, right? Don't piss anybody off, uh, you know, like in life, but just keep, keep at it. Keep at it. Just don't, don't give up and don't let, because you're going to get a lot of negativity coming at you, which, which I've had, of course, had in the past, uh, like anything, but you know what you listen, you get, you get your good head up, get everything good up here and, uh, stick with it. And then the plan works out. That's awesome. One last question. One more question. Did you ever have a moment where you had to take a leap of faith? Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Even even the beginning of Handmaids, um, when I when they sent me the script to read, I was like, you know, blown away, really blown away. And I was on another show, American Gothic, before that, when they sent it to me. I was like, man, I got to have this. I, I really, this is one thing I need. I need to go for this. Um, and obviously, I was driven to get it. And maybe, you know, I hope to think that maybe I had something to do with it in my drive to get the show on top of, you know, the resume, but, um, the goal to get it, um, what was the wording again? How did you say it? A leap of faith. When well, did I mean, you, the did beginning, you... like in the beginning, you have your vision of the show and it's still, it's aired on, on TV for the public. Mm-hmm. You don't know, you don't know if they're going to like it. You don't know if it's going to be received. Yeah. So it's sticking to your guns and, and even, um, whatever you have, like for me, I was like, ah. Oh, and there was still like some producers, some higher ups that were like, uh, you know, and some females that maybe didn't want to look quite so rough and bad, which they needed to for the show. And it all worked out and it all looks great. Um, but sticking to your plan and knowing that it's going to work. So, you, but you just don't know. Once they edit it together, 
um, I had the showrunner Bruce Miller come up to me and, and they let you know, and it doesn't always happen that way, Yeah. that, um, you know what, things are looking really good. I'm so glad you stuck to that because there's some that maybe are questioning it. So, but you stick, stick to the plan and stick to what you feel and stick to the vision. Um, and it paid off. That's what's so you up. do have that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I know that there's some people that have those, those leap of faiths, like, okay, I'm traveling out to LA to pursue my career in music or, uh, you know, I'm going to quit my job and go after being entrepreneur on whatever it is that I'm passionate about. I know that a lot of people have, have, have had to make the, the sacrifice or take that leap towards something, uh, only to find themselves soaring or find themselves very successful, but they always have, there's always something that you have to kind of leave behind so that you can find that full, potential to your success you know so it's really great to hear uh your side um because everyone has to take that leap you know Um, and it's not always you know hopefully you keep going up and up but you know you've got the hills and the valleys right of course so you get through that to get to the good right right yeah absolutely stick with it stick with the plan stick with the plan i love that stick with the plan absolutely and know what you want and you got to know what you want but yeah yeah yeah, that's that. No, and you're very, you're very, very right. Know what you want and stick the stick to the plan. If you got to make a vision board, make it. That's Why right. not? You know, and uh, you'd be surprised what you accomplish. Um, so, Burton, thank you so much for coming thank onto you. the show. You have no idea how this, the, how much this means to me and to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, uh, anytime. And by the way, I love the T-shirt. I just want to point that out. The T-shirt's amazing. Somebody yes. had these. At the end of the show, we kind of do some fun stuff. We get you know gifts. Somebody in the department, Zane, had these made for some of his guys, and it's like, yeah, give me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> like I needed one. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I need. I need to go and order some myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, Burton, can you tell everybody where they can find you if they have any questions to ask you that kind of thing? What's your social medias and all that and how they can uh, get in contact. Yeah, check me out on Instagram, Burton LeBlanc. Uh, yeah, Instagram. Okay. I'm there. Check me out. Awesome. Well, Burton, thank you again for being on the show. Hey, guys, uh, please go check him out on Instagram. Very, very wonderful and very talented uh, individual, as you already know. You're seeing, him, seeing him, him right here, right now, as we speak. An amazing dude. So definitely go check him out. We're going to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Burton, that was dope as hell. Was it good? Yes. Oh, that we're was fantastic. Are you kidding off. me? Yeah, no, this is this was fantastic. Yeah, we're off. We're off. No, 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 no. I was no. feeling good today. Feeling really good. You know what? You have a moment. You have to get through some stuff, clear your head before you get back. Yeah, no, I was feeling good. Oh, hell yeah. Feeling good. I'm, I'm really, yeah. really glad. And uh, yeah, man, I thank you. You have no idea. Yeah, thank you. Good. I it, love this stuff. You know what? I love sometimes you don't really think about stuff. It's when you get questions, which I, I really enjoy. I really like. Yeah. Um, it's good. Stuff comes out of you. Yeah. Which I'm not really thinking about. Yeah. It's good. I love this stuff. Thank you. I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. (laughs) And, uh, and and also if you have any friends, actors, people in front of the camera, behind the camera that are interested in Handmaid's Tale or Handmaid's Tale or not Handmaid's Tale, um, that are interested in coming on and, and, and doing a Skype or a conversation, I, I would really appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I've, I've kind of been doing this word of mouth type thing, you know, and yeah, and yeah, just yeah. through that, it's been I've been getting wonderful people like yourself on the show. And I'm always interested in talking yeah. to everyone, you know, because you get a lot of comedians, too, right? See yes. The, yeah. yeah, I get a lot of comedians. Because I had some other funny stories in my head. This was great today. So I had things kind of set up. But yeah. Didn't get to <laughs> but uh, yeah, you've got a lot, which is great because people want to see that. They want the light stuff and the humor. So. Yeah. But I definitely will. Hopefully I'll get people maybe asking me at work. So would, there's actors, you know, all over that might want to, yeah. Yeah. want to do it. I would love to talk to Elizabeth Moss if that's even possible. <laughs> of course. That would be incredible. No, she's, she's great. She's I, awesome. yes. She's, awesome. she's phenomenal. Uh, a chance to sit down and talk okay. with her for even 30 seconds would be incredible. Um, but of course, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm, I am realistic. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm all, we put it out there. You're, we're talking about it. We put it out there Who yeah. knows with whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to talk to as many people as I can because, you know, you, people like yourself that are, are really doing some really great things, you know, don't, you know, uh, don't get a chance to do as many uh, interviews or don't get in there as much. And, you know, so I'm always looking to talk to more people that are doing big things because you're doing big things, my brother. I mean, it's, this is not like something that you're, you know, you're not just doing some weird, you know, student film somewhere, you know, you're you're really doing you're really doing this thing, which is incredible. So anyway, um, I have your number and I have your info. And so I'm going to be putting out a clip of this a little bit, a little bit later on after the show. Um, okay. So I, unfortunately I got to jump off cause I got to, I got to continue the rest of my show, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, it's good to see you. Thanks for having hey, me. Really good. I had a good anytime, time. brother. It was, it was a pleasure to have you on and, and let's, let's talk here very soon. All yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Cheers, Appreciate buddy. you brother. Thank you. Cheers. All right, y'all. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Just trying to get in contact with my brothers here. Hopefully, they'll be on here very, very shortly. But, man, I hope you guys really enjoyed that interview. That guy is an amazing person. Obviously, he's extremely talented. And the fact that he can do what he does is so huge. I mean, there's there's not a lot of people that can actually do what he does. You know, there's a very small group out there that are so intricate and so important to making the films look the way they do, you know, and they just sometimes they don't get the spotlight or sometimes they don't get the love and respect that I feel like they rightfully deserve on some real stuff, you know. And so huge shout out to Burton LeBlanc for being on. That meant so much. He has a huge task on his hands, which is continuing to make that amazing show the handmaid's tale as dope as it is and continuing to keep it as dope as it is so huge shout out to him and of course anybody who's watching right now that was that came in for that thank you so much for tuning in hit that like button on the feed down below and hit our sus subscribe button that would really really mean a lot uh you know one thing i do want to point out because i do have some something very awesome that's going to be happening this Thursday. So I'm very excited about it. It's already been running during our commercial breaks, but I'm going to throw this out right now so that you guys can watch it with your own two papers. I had an exclusive interview with Chris Brown's mother, Joyce Hawkins. We are finally putting that interview out this Thursday. And here is the trailer. Enjoy. Hey. We can keep going with more news. Just a heads up. Okay, Tom. What's up? I said we're going to go into some more, or we can go into more news stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we got 10 seconds. <clears throat> yes and i'm so excited about this particular interview because like it, it shows in the video in the trailer i was in, invited in her home we got to hang out she got to give me a tour of her place check out some of her fashion she has this new fashion line called rose marone Really, really great stuff. Ladies out there, definitely got to go check out Rose Marone. It's very nice stuff. Um, so got to ch chat with her about all that. Talk about her raising her, her son, to Chris Brown, to being a grandmother, to all types of stuff. I'm telling you, it is an interview you do not want to miss. She does not do 
interviews very much. Let me tell you, she don't do interviews. So the fact that I got a chance to actually sit down and rap with her and pick her brain and talk about what it's like to just be a mom and to run this amazing fashion line was a huge opportunity. And you guys have got to go and check it out. You guys have got to tune in on Thursday because that's going to be really, really dope. It's going to be going on during our live show. So at 10 a.m., my interview with Joyce Hawkins will be up live. Anyway, we got my brother Tom in the house. What's up, my hey. brother? You know, we got some we got some news that we got to get into. Some more news, yeah. you know. So why yeah. don't we cover some of that stuff? Because we got some things going on before we have uh, Nylosaurus on the show, which I'm very yeah. excited about, and I'm excited that I'm pronouncing that name right. Nylosaurus. Yeah will be performing live at 11. Yes, 11 a.m. They'll be performing live here in just about 20, 19 minutes or so from now, which I'm very excited about. But anyway, let's jump into some news, shall we? What's what's a guan? Speak on it. All right. We, we were talking about uh, car theft before the break. Yes. Or before the interview and before the break. Uh, well, you, you want to hear some more car theft news? Of course. Why not? All right. Some Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Why not? Yeah. All right. So in California, they've been having trouble with uh, prison populations. With the coronavirus, they want to keep the prison population down. Right. So they've been having they have a, a zero bail policy. So anyone arrested for like you know minor crimes, misdemeanors, that sort of thing, gets released okay. with zero bail. Oh. So they're keeping the prison population down that way. Wow. So you don't have to post bail. You just get out of jail free, basically, until your court date. And then that's, you. That's huge. Yeah. Well, that's not. The, that's not. That's, that's huge. That's the basis of the story. But uh, what? what's more interesting is because of this policy, uh, uh, Glendora police, Glendora, California, mm -hmm. uh, arrested the same man three times in one day. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. How is that even possible? How how is that even right. possible? What the hell did this so, dude do? So in early April, uh this man, uh Dijon Landrum, twenty-four, uh he police responded to reports of a man trying to break into automobiles on the street. So police brought him in, they arrested him, he posted his zero dollar bail, got out, and uh they uh, came after him again. Apparently, he was stealing stuff off people's front lawns this time. So he's out there just collecting what? people's stuff that's out on their lawn. And, you know, not cars, but I guess just valuables that would be on people's lawn. Yeah. So they respond. They arrest him. They bring him in. He posts his $0 bail, <laughs> gets out again. They come back to get him again after reports of a stolen car. And they get in a you know, high-speed chase with this guy chasing him. Wow. And, uh, yeah, pulled him over. He had drugs in the car, I guess. And uh, so, yeah. Wow. He he was really, like, he was on a rampage that day. Literally. Yeah. Like, he really <laughs> wanted to get arrested. Or he was just yep. kind of like, let me exercise this and see how many times I can get arrested today. Let me see if I can actually break the Guinness Book of World Record on how many times I can get arrested in one day. Yep. That's crazy. So three and, times and if, he got arrested. So wouldn't that just be, wouldn't they just go? You know what? Stay in. Just stay in. Well, I was kind of thinking about this. I know they kind of did away with that three strikes you're out rule. Yeah. But I mean, if that were still around, this guy would have hit all three in one day. No kidding. But if I'm reading this article right, and I hope that I am, it appears that they released him even after the third time. So it's not like they got him in three times. Like, okay, we learned our lesson. You know. First time, you know, you think he, of, you, I, you, I understand that he's still out. You think a person would learn something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think a brother would learn something, but apparently yep. he don't want to learn a damn thing. No, that's crazy. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. No, that's hilarious. Literally. Yeah. That's the natural born dumbass of the day. For real. Yep. That's the natural born dumbass of the day. <laughs> that is some serious. That's stupid. Yeah. That's just stupid. Anyway, that's interesting. What else is new? 
All right. Well, um, you know the game Animal Crossing that everybody's talking about the, these days, you know, for the Switch? I'm sure if you have nieces or nephews or something like that, they're probably playing this game. It's a kind of virtual sim kind of game. Oh, okay. It kind of happens in real time. So as I understand it, I, I, I'm going to get into it this week. I, I've been putting okay. it off because I've been trying to get stuff done. But I've never heard uh, of it. Animal Crossing. It's I've never like heard the of it. game right now. Animal Crossing. And, okay. Yes. Like, hold up, hold up. Before you jump all the way into it, do you mind giving, because I'm sure there's a lot of other people that don't know what the hell Animal Crossing is. So can you please break it down? Because I really don't know what Animal Crossing is. So can you break it right. down for Animal, me? Yeah, absolutely. Animal Crossing is a game for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's a sequel. It's, you know, there have been other games before. It's hugely popular. Uh, it just came out, like, well, I think April 14th. Uh, but it's a sim game. You kind of go around and you create a little village, as I understand it. And it all okay. happens in real time. So in the morning, like if you're playing at nine in the morning, it's nine in the morning in the game, as, as I understand. It. So like, oh. you can do different stuff at different times of day. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's not like a run and gun shooter type of game. It's a laid back kind of relaxing game. Word. And uh, Interesting. so, yeah. So because of that, two of the players uh, that uh, have been into this game, obviously, their wedding had to be canceled because of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So they staged a Animal Crossing wedding in the Animal Crossing game so that their friends could tune in through the Switch and watch their virtual wedding in Animal Crossing. So I don't know if that's ever been done before. If, if people, I don't know if in World of Warcraft, if people ever got for real life married in a video game. Yeah. But yeah, these cool. two people, Jana and Stefan from wow. uh, from Maryland. That's insane. To think yeah. like, what would make you go, I really want to get married so bad that I'm going to do this on animal, on a video game. That's weird. Right. That's really yeah. weird. Can, wait, wait, does, does that, does that, is that legally bounding, binding? Is that legally binding? <clears throat> I can't even talk. I'm not sure. I'm, uh, it's a little blurb here in uh, BBC's thing. And they said that the couple's wedding was canceled because of coronavirus. So they invited their friends and family to watch them tie the knot inside this game. You know, I don't know if they got a, uh, you know, marriage license beforehand. Right. But, uh, yeah. But now this makes me want to, like, actually look up the game and see. Because, I mean, Animal, like, how real it looks or how they oh, did no, it. They, they look ahead. like, you remember on the on the uh, the Wii, when you play, like, Wii Tennis, they had, like, oh, little yeah. Mii characters. Yeah. They're, they're very, you know, they kind of look Lego-ish like that. You know, oh, kind of the okay. Animations. Like big bobblehead type things. Uh-huh. Very yep. spherical. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly okay. right. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's not like it's like virtual reality. It's very <laughs> cartoonish. Bruh. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. That... I just thought that was an interesting kind of watermark as far as where we're at right now with the coronavirus. Right. Everybody's staying at home, getting way into video games. Just... And getting married on a video game. That Now, yep. that's the other thing. You know, getting married on a video game is one thing playing a video game is one thing getting married on a video game is another thing that is a that is a really cheap cheap ass way of tying the knot if you really think about it hey everybody get on to this video game and then watch us get married as avatars <laughs> now i wonder where the priest or whoever was running the ceremony yeah where the pastor preach reverend wh whoever how mm -hmm. they were doing this you know what i'm saying can you capture can you capture sound is it kind of like when you're live streaming on a video game you can talk trash to the other gamer that kind of thing i mean are you is, is everyone skyping or like not skyping but is everyone like patched in uh uh at least audibly so that you can actually hear this or are they just reading a whole bunch of like cartoon comic book bubbles on top of people's heads you see what i'm saying like now i want to yeah. inquiring minds would like to know how how intricate is this thing that you yeah. can get married 
on a damn Switch video game. (laughs) Anybody? Anybody know? Because that's that's some interesting stuff. You know? Yep. That doesn't make any sense. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, it's just Tom doesn't have anything. We'll probably see more of that coming. You know, I would imagine it'll be. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, there's there's plenty of gamers out there that are crazy. (laughs) There's plenty of gamers that are falling in love via games. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure somebody's crazy. Shoot, if there's a show out here called. 90 Day Fiance, and there are people who are falling in love with each other online just by sending each other emails and sending out photos every once in a while type of thing. I mean, I guarantee you that there can be there can be love. Love can be found on video games. Sure. Why not? Weirder things have happened, right? Like getting married on a video game. Or Alex Jones saying he'll eat your ass. (laughs) Totally normal. Oh, totally normal. Anyway, what else is new? All right. Well, speaking of, of love, uh, I don't know if you remember back around 2000, one of the first really big Internet viruses went viral. It's called yeah. the I love you bug. Do you remember that? You'd open up your email and in it you'd have a an email with the subject line. I love you. Mm. You'd open it up. It would forward itself to all of your contacts and infect their computer and move on and on and on and on. It caused billions of dollars of damage back in 2000. I mean, this was a damaging virus. Wow, I don't even remember And people have always kind of wondered who it was that did it. There have been suspicions, but no one's ever really, like, talked to the guy that did it. But but they kind of known it's probably this guy. Hmm. This guy, you know, you would think this guy would be, like, some sort of James Bond mastermind, (laughs) you know, something out of a movie. Yeah. No, this guy was a he's, he's a he was at the time a Filipino student learning computer programming. Oh, my God. And the reason why he created the virus was to steal passwords so that he could get on the Internet for free, because as a student, he didn't have the money to pay for his Internet. He was literally just trying to get on the Internet for free. That's hilarious. And created like one of the most damaging <laughs> viruses of all time. So they tracked this guy down. Oh, my Lord. Uh, his name is Onel de Guzman. Uh, he's 44 now. They tracked him down working at a um, cell phone repair booth in a mall in Manila. Wow. Yeah. And this is the guy that caused billions of dollars of damage. Whoa. Back in like 2000. Like just exploited the hell out of like Windows 95 and Outlook. <laughs> and like you just would think this guy would be like, I forget, um, uh, Alan Cumming or something like that from the James Bond movie. You'd yeah. think he'd be like, yeah, I'm invincible guy. But no, he's he's just this guy works at a cell phone repair booth wow. in a mall in the Philippines. He's like, hey, you need your you need your iPhone fix? I fix it. Come here, I can fix it. And let him know he's the one who's who was destroying. Destroying <laughs> people's internet, yeah. people's uh computers and stuff. Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. It just all so he could get online, just so he could get online. He was just trying because you remember it used to be dial-up, so you needed right. a username and password every time you got on. Right. That's the whole reason he created it was just to get, he wasn't wasn't any grander scheme than that. Wow. Just simply wanted to get on the internet. Wow. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yep. and 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 that's wild. That's absolutely wild to me because. Uh, you yeah you you'd think it would be just some crazy mastermind and it's just some regular guy just just a guy yeah. talking yeah, to a just girl. a guy that had just enough knowledge to put that thing out there yeah and just cripple computers across the world yeah that's <laughs> nuts yep it's just a guy asking a girl to love him you know it's just <laughs> as simple as that and he's the one who destroyed the internet for a good yep. long while. That is some wild stuff. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Uh, but when we come back, we are getting the musical stylings of Nylosaurus. Nylosaurus. Live. Yes. Live from New York City, y'all. Nylosaurus will be performing live 
at 11 a.m. just after this commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. All right. I'm going to go and try to call them. Oh, talk with you soon, brother. All right. Take care. Hello, hello. Hey, can you see me? No, I can't see you, Mike. Let me try and do. There, there we go. go. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. Um, so, is it just you performing, or? It is. It is just going to be me. me yeah. Okay, great. Um, so, is this a computer or is this a phone? Phone. Do you think you can do it sideways? I can. I awesome. Be because uh, I'm going to be, when we go, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rap with you for a minute. Um, cool. You know, talk about Nylocerus. And then, um, and then I'll have you perform. Cool. Awesome, man. Uh, so give me a, can you give me a minute? I just need to take a little bit of a pee break and I'll be right back. Okay. Cool. All right, man. sitting for hours man i've been uh, watching the show most of the morning <laughs> uh i'll be right back cool Lacerous. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Once you say it, once you say it right the first time, you, it, it's like, yeah, yeah. Then it makes yeah. sense. It's like ah, oh, okay. So we're gonna talk a little bit, and then um, and then uh, yeah. Then we'll uh, we'll talk for a second. Talk about Nylocerus, where where they can find Nylocerus, the whole nine. Um, cool. talk about what you got, how you guys are surviving in in New York. Um, are you in Queens? Uh, yeah, we're in Ridgewood, so we're right on the border of, of Brooklyn and Queens. Word, word. Okay. Because, I, I, you know, I, I lived in New York for like 10 years, so went to NYU okay, the whole yeah, nine, so, so yeah, so I know this. You know where, where, where yeah. Ridgewood is then. Yes. Yes. Um, but, yeah, please let people know that you're going to be on, and we're going to be on in five seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 